Hare Krishna and I welcome all the devotees who are tuned in for this program hosted by ISKCON's GBC strategic planning team. The Devotee Care Global Directorate is conducting weekly seminars and interviews and conversations on the subject matter of devotee care in various areas within ISKCON communities. We are very honored to have with us His Holiness Radhanath Swami Maharaj for today evening's conversation. Maharaj is a Prabhupada's disciple and he is a GBC within ISKCON and especially famous for creating communities within ISKCON and today he is going to speak about the foundational principles for devotee care and establishing communities and we are very happy to have you with us Maharaj. Thank you for joining us. And my first question to you is, in your interactions with Srila Prabhupada, could you share some of your experiences or some anecdotes where you personally saw Srila Prabhupada expressing devotee care for you and for any other devotees in your presence, which really touched your heart and you know moved you? Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namane Namaste Sarasati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirbishesha Shunyavadi Pastajate Shatarine Bansha Kalpatarubyas Chakripa Sindubya Eva Chapatitanam Bhavani Bhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sri Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna I'm very grateful very honored and very happy to be with everybody today I am not qualified to speak on this very, very elevated subject matter of service to the Vaishnavas, but I've been asked to speak something, so I'll share what is in my mind and my heart. Um, I'm thinking the first times that I had association with Srila Prabhupada in his vapu or his physical presence. Um, in Chopati, Mumbai in 1971, I believe it was February or March, Srila Prabhupada um, called me on the stage to sit with the devotees. There was perhaps 20,000 people sitting on the ground in this big park. And I felt so totally out of place. It seemed so foreign to me because I wasn't one of the devotees in the sense that, you know, I was very much looking different and I was you know, living a life of seclusion. And, but Srila Prabhupada, 
while I was thinking, how can I escape this place? He just glanced at me with such affection and I could practically um, hear his voice through his glance that, you know, it's all right. You know, I want you here. And from then on, I felt completely comfortable there. Um, as he was coming off the stage, I went to touch his lotus feet because I had been living in India and I understood this is um, the etiquette of a student toward a teacher. And one of his very leading disciples chastised me for trying to do it. But it was at that time Srila Prabhupada again just glanced at me with such a affection and said, it's all right, you can touch my feet. And I did, and, and he said, please come and, if, please come and sit with us every day, morning and evening. Um, it, I was listening to his philosophy um, as he was speaking. Um, a lot of devotees were trying to preach to me. But really what opened my heart to, to want to hear more and more was that personal care that Srila Prabhupada had for me as a person. Um, later on, about almost maybe six months later or nine months later, I was in Brindaban living and Srila Prabhupada came. And at that time, the devotees were very much um, preaching to me, sometimes even chastising me that I should leave Brindaban and travel with the devotees and work on projects. And of course, I had not yet become a member of ISKCON. I had not yet really accepted Srila Prabhupada wholeheartedly as my spiritual master. I was just very attracted to, to him as a person, his compassion and what he was giving people. You know, the pure, authentic traditions, culture and teachings of, of Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, but I was becoming distressed because I was really feeling um, that there was almost a prejudice against me because I wasn't fitting in the way others did. And then one day in a garden near Radha Govinda Temple in Sri Vrindavan Dham, Srila Prabhupada had given a talk to residents of Vrindavan and I came a little late and he was just leaving. At that time, um, there was many, many dozens of people who were offering obeisances on both sides of the little footpath that he was walking on. And, and I, I bowed down. And when I got up, um, he was standing in front of me. And he asked me, how long have you been living in Brindaban? And I became very afraid because I didn't want to displease him. Um, 
I was thinking maybe devotees told him that I refused to leave Vrindavan and and they were chastising me and perhaps now he was going to chastise me. So I, I answered, um, Srila Prabhupada, I have been here for about six months. And Srila Prabhupada then smiled and he patted me on the head with his merciful hand in a very fatherly affectionate way. And then he looked in my eyes and with a beautiful oceanic smile, he said, very good. Vrindavan is such a wonderful place. He was, he was reaching my heart. He was reaching my emotions. And in doing that, at that moment, I was ready to just leave and go anywhere with him. Because bhakti is reciprocation of love. And love on all levels, physical, emotional, and spiritual, involves care. Um, later, I would see Srila Prabhupada from time to time by his great mercy. And I remember in the Guru Pujas, um, how Srila Prabhupada would offer cookie prasad to the little children first and then the adults. And those little children, how lovingly he would smile at them. And in that loving smile, I, we could see how much he really cared, how he cared for the soul of that child and very much the means that we express our, our care for the soul is through the medium in which the soul is interacting with us, which means through the body and through the mind. And I, I would see Srila Prabhupada um, thanking devotees, sometimes giving flowers to mothers and saying, thank you very much. And he was just encouraging in every way. And even when he was ill and in his old age, he was traveling around the world Although it was, he would sometimes express he wanted to be in one place trans, translating the, the holy scriptures and, and giving his purports. But he said he was traveling around the world to remote places, to crowded, polluted places, because he wanted to encourage the devotees. And how he encouraged the devotees by doing that. And it was because he truly cared. Um, there's a well-known story. Um, Srila Prabhupada was at New Brindavan in 1976. And every evening he would give um, darshan in a devotee's lawn. Um, it was nice grassy area and about 20, 30 devotees would come every night and sit and, and Pradumana Prabhu and Pushta Krishna Prabhu and Harisari Prabhu, you know, they would be there and they would read from Bhagavad Gita 
and he would speak something, and then there would be questions and answers. And I, I, there are so many incidents in those meetings and in practically every other meeting that I witnessed Srila Prabhupada, where he just expressed such deep care for the devotees. And in one incident, he, he saw one girl. She wasn't a famous leader. She was a, a girl, Kopalasya Priya Devi, one of Prabhupada's disciples, who was just doing simple services. And it was kind of cold out. And he saw that she looked cold. And Srila Prabhupada, very gravely, he turned to the temple president, Kuladri Prabhu, and said, you know, she needs warm clothes. She's cold. She's a humble devotee. She will not express it to you. She will not tell you. But as leader, we must we must um, know these things, and we must take care of these devotees. Um, it wasn't that he was just speaking to one, about one person to one person in one particular incident. Srila Prabhupada was really, he was establishing and reinforcing a principle that as leaders, we must care for our devotees um, because each and every devotee that comes to the International Society for Krishna Consciousness sincerely, and they're giving up so much, they're Srila Prabhupada's children, and Srila Prabhupada cares about them. And, and as leaders, it's very important that we, that we care on behalf of Srila Prabhupada. We care for the devotees, for their health, for their emotions, for their that they should be encouraged. And and this is a very inseparable part of instilling faith in devotees' hearts, is that devotees see, feel, and experience that our philosophy makes us caring, loving people. And it begins with how we care and love for each other. There's a beautiful story I heard from my very worshipable godbrother, Giriraj Swami Maharaj, how in Mumbai he was sacrificing his life along with His Holiness Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj and others in, in Mumbai. And when, when Maharaj was ill, how Srila Prabhupada was so much concerned, you know, when that devotee was in the hospital, so much concerned that, that Prasad be brought to the hospital. Um, I believe even Srila Prabhupada may have come to the hospital. And, you know, those little things which are gestures of caring for a person's health instilled, you know, a faith in the process of Krishna consciousness and um, Still, hundreds of devotees are remembering those incidences of how Srila Prabhupada really cared. Um, there are so many. Almost everything Prabhupada did was compassion, and compassion is about caring. Um, when he established the Krishna Balaram temple in Brindaban, um, he saw that 
for people coming from the West. And he was especially thinking about his own disciples, the devotees. When they were coming from the West, it was very difficult for them to um, adjust to the, the, the standards of, of, of living that the, devote, that the general devotees were living in India. So um, he established the Krishna Balaram Temple Guest House. And you know, from what I have always heard, he especially wanted that guest house so that people who are coming from countries that are not accustomed to the austere ashram life of India, that they could be comfortable and they could they would have enough simple comforts so that they can completely focus their mind in Krishna consciousness and devotional service and hearing and chanting. And that guest house was especially made for people from the West and and for his own disciples who were coming. In Mayapur Dham, you know, during the first festival he was very concerned that devotees would have proper mosquito nets so they didn't get sick. He was very concerned that the devotees' prasad was 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 healthy and nutritious and pure. Um, Srila Prabhupada, when devotees were sick or they had ailments, he would at times, you know, personally give remedies. Um, Srila Prabhupada was the most caring person ever because he was seeing all the devotees as Krishna's children and you know how Srila Prabhupada cared about um, reaching the people in general um, you know he he said that our temples are just so that people will feel comfortable coming to hear about Krishna he said actually we can we can be preaching under a tree but who will come to hear us? So, you know, Srila Prabhupada was again and again reminding us that we need to be relevant to a devotee's emotional state. We need to be relevant to people's um, state of consciousness in order to truly instill faith in the path, in the path of pure devotional service. And Srila Prabhupada in regard to caring for the Vaishnavas, he, he would say that he had shed buckets and buckets of blood for each devotee that has come to our movement and how much the leaders of our society should take care of those devotees. Thank you. Thank you so much, Maharaj, for sharing your heart and revealing about Srila Prabhupada's compassion and care, care, sharing your experiences from uh, Vrindavan, New Vrindavan, Mumbai, and how Srila Prabhupada established Krishna Balram Temple with that mood of care in his heart. It's really very touching to hear this, and it increases our faith and Srila Prabhupada as a wonderful, amazing, caring leader. Thank you so much for those remembrances. My 
next question to you is that you have studied lord chaitanya mahaprabhu's teachings very thoroughly and spoken you know for many years and also you have been instrumental in establishing the community at iskon uh, chopati so the question is what are some of the foundational principles which you feel lord chaitanya mahaprabhu has shared for establishing a community and when you were establishing this community at chopati what were some of the things you kept in mind you know as the as they say the deal breakers or the most foundational principles so many would like to know that <laughs> thank you goranga prabhu for all your devotional service um sometimes devotees ask where is this devotee care coming from we don't read about it in Srila Prabhupada's books. Um, but actually we do. We're constantly reading about it in Srila Prabhupada's books. Um, what we're speaking about is Vaishnav Seva. The idea of devotee care is just a word that, or a way, a, a translation basically of Vaishnav Seva, which came when the GBC wanted to actually organize this idea of Vaishnav Seva. It was called devotee care. But, you know, throughout the history of Vaishnavism and throughout the history of, of ISKCON, Vaishnav Seva is so much um, an integral part, which is at the heart of our very teachings. Um, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he taught Gopi Bharatur Padakamalayora Dasa 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 Anudas. And how many times in the translations and in purports, especially, does Srila Prabhupada emphasize on being the servant of the servant of the servant? Srila Prabhupada quotes Madbhakta Pujabhyadika, or Krishna tells that service to my devotee is more dear to me than service to me. Um, Srila Prabhupada, you know, through the histories of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Sri Srimad Bhagavatam, is, is constantly emphasizing um, how much the Lord loves his devotees and, and how much devotees should be servant of the servant of the servant. Um, he may not specifically use the words devotee care, but in in other words, whether it's Vaishnav Seva or service to the Vaishnavas, or whether it's describing the pastimes of the Lord caring so much for his devotee, it's constantly there. And some examples, and these are teachings that Srila Prabhupada has given us. Um, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna in the mood of the supreme lover, Sri Radharani. And, she's, and, and he's taking the role of a devotee to exemplify how we should become devotees. He's giving the standard of how to be a devotee. Um, when 
when Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in South India. This was one of his first recorded stops. He was in Kurumakshetra. And there, um, Vasudev, he came to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Vasudev had leprosy. He had such an acute state of leprosy. And he, and he wasn't a famous person. Nobody knew him because he wasn't even allowed to be within society. He was an outcast because of his disease. But he, he came to take shelter of Lord Chaitanya. And Lord Chaitanya had already left, but he turned around and walked many, many miles back just to show his care for Vasudev. And he not only gave Vasudev ecstatic love of God, but he also cured him of his leprosy and made him healthy. So why? You know, if, if we're not this body, he could have just said, Vasudev, come back home, back to Godhead now and get rid of this body. He cured his body. So that's one of the ways that, that Lord Chaitanya cared for his devotees, is physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, Haridas Thakur, when he came to Puri for the first time, Lord Chaitanya um, gave him an accommodation just according to his temperament, Siddha Bakula. And every day, Lord Chaitanya would come to Haridas Thakur and, and bring him Mahaprasad from Lord Jagannath. And every day he would speak about Krishna to him. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, he was showing so much care for Haridas Thakur. And during the Mahaprakash Leela, because our Namacharya Haridas Thakur, he was being beaten through 22 market prices and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he revealed to all of us how he took the beating marks on his own back to save Haridas Thakur's life. Yes, he could have said, Haridas Thakur, you know, you're chanting the holy names, give up your life and die and come back to Godhead. And that would have been perfect protection. But he also took care of the body of Haridas Thakur and restored it and protected it. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, every year he was so conscientious that each one of his devotees were given proper accommodations, that they would be given proper prasad, they would be fully satisfied. In fact, when it came to serving the prasad and puri, he would want to serve them himself. And he was so generous, he would, he would want everybody to, to eat the prasad to their full satisfaction. Um, there are other such stories, Amoga, he was a, a fallen soul who was very offensive. But because of Lord Chaitanya's love for Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, he cured Amoga of cholera and in the process completely converted his heart into being a non-envious pure Vaishnava. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Mahaprakash Leela, um, Mukunda Dat, he was broken hearted because Lord Chaitanya was not paying attention to him and all the devotees were crying and praying to Lord Chaitanya, please give your mercy to Mukunda. In this way, 
Lord Chaitanya and all the associates cared about each other so much. There are so many stories of devotees, how they cared for each other and how they expressed it through the body, the mind, and ultimately reaching their very souls. Um, Krishna comes to this world and he saves devotees. Sometimes he saves us um, like Gajendra or like Jatayu by taking our souls back to Godhead when we die, when we give up our bodies. And other times he saves us by saving our bodies as well. Little Prahlad, Krishna was always there to save him and ultimately appeared as Narasingadev to care for his devotee. Um, in Brindavan, when Indra sent torrents and torrents of rain, which was going to destroy all the cows, all the peacocks, all the parrots, all the trees, and all the residents of Brindavan, the Brijabhasis, this, this, this massive destructive storm was going to kill everyone. And, Sri, and Lord Sri Krishna, Govardhan Tari, he lifted the Govardhan Hill made an umbrella for all the devotees to stand under. And he protected them physically through his glances and his smiles. He gave so much happiness to their hearts. And in, in doing so, he was increasing everyone's love for him through his love. Um, and this is Brindavan Leela in, in Krishna. Krishna protects his devotees on whatever level. And everyone in our movement is, is Srila Prabhupada and Lord Sri Krishna's children. So I, I believe that in Prabhupada's books, Srimad Bhagavatam, Krishna book, Bhagavad Gita, how Krishna protects Arjuna in so many difficult situations. Um, when we when we care for devotees on every level, um, we, in, we nourish devotees' faith. Uh, I have seen, um, I have seen when a devotee gives up his body, um, how when, when other devotees are there, to care for that devotee while he's giving up or she's giving up her body or and how the devotees reach out to the family to help it increases so much faith and i have seen total transformations of the heart just by people witnessing how devotees care for each other um i i've seen devotee um who had a heart attack and how so many devotees were there to help the family and um and 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 through all that help you know medical assistance um cooking for the family when the community came together so much that um you know the father was healed but in the process you know the son just seeing this he surrendered his life and has, and has become one of our prominent, most empowered brahmacharis at this time. And part of what made that happen is seeing how devotees 
really care for each other. This is Vaishnav Seva. And um, at Radha Gopinath Temple, you know, at a certain time, um, so many devotees were coming to me for so many um, challenges, so many questions. But as it was growing, um, I couldn't do it myself, not not efficiently. And, and I was just meditating on Srila Prabhupada. And at, at a certain time in ISKCON's history, Srila Prabhupada was, was the personal caretaker for each and every devotee. You know, we hear about the devotees who went to London, um, Yamuna Devi and Gurudas Prabhu and Shamsundar Prabhu and Malati Devi and Saraswati and Mukunda Maharaj and Janaki Devi. We hear Srila Prabhupada was regularly writing to them, sometimes speaking on the phone. You know, every, every challenge, every doubt he was personally um, tending to in 26 Second Avenue in San Francisco. But as our movement began to expand, he understood that things on all levels need to be organized, where other people are empowered and entrusted with responsibilities. Srila Prabhupada created a GBC. And the GBC body was really um, a way of organizing service to the devotees through and service to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. And, um, you know, through, through the temple president system, you know, these presidents on behalf of Srila Prabhupada um, were supposed to take care of each devotee. Um, in this way, Srila Prabhupada organized things more and more as, as everything grew within ISKCON. So at, at Radha Gopinath Temple, I, I could see that um, unless the devotees have faith, are inspired, encouraged, spiritually nourished and cared for, then they won't really be sustainably empowered. So um, when, when things went beyond my capacity, we tried to organize this so that spiritually, emotionally, and physically, we can actually express whatever care and service we can offer to the devotees. And we developed, we called it a counselor system, but the word really doesn't matter. Um, counselor is a, is a very Western word, but what it was, it was just an organized effort to see to it that as leaders, we're offering everything we can to encourage devotees' faith, faith in the association of devotees, faith in their sadhana, and faith in their service attitude. And um, what we saw was really something wonderful. Um, that thousands, first dozens, then hundreds, and then later thousands of people were joining and being sustained. And it was mainly because of this um, Vaishnav Seva um, facility. 
to to help each other in in the brahmachari ashram to help each other in our families and um, if, of course it's always being challenged and the more anything grows the more challenges they are and two things are so essential one is that leaders really have to care if we're truly representing Srila Prabhupada, we really have to care about those people who have given their lives, whether they're in the congregation or whether they're living in the ashram in the temple. We really have to care about them because they're Prabhupada's children and Prabhupada shed buckets of blood for every one of them. And we're now entrusted. And, and secondly is we need to organize. We, can, we need to organize because that's an expression of caring. When, when, when things start to grow, we have to be sure that, that we're giving everybody the best that we can. Um, I remember at a certain time, um, devotees, um, I thought that they were all really happy, but then I learned that actually many were feeling very neglected. And so let us have an organized way where people who, who have been nourished and who have been educated and have been trained nicely in Srila Prabhupada's teachings, that they can share with those who need um, with the newer devotees and and even with the older devotees, you know the the mentors, their counselors, whatever we may call, they need they need care, and the people that that are that are under their um, services, they need care, and it's 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 crucial to to a community that we create this culture of care, and this is so much at the very heart of Lord Chaitanya's pastimes, Krishna's pastimes, and Srila Prabhupada's um, pastimes in this world. I hope that- Thank you so much, so much. Yes, thank you Maharaj. Thank you so much for taking us through a journey through Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes and bringing out such amazing examples because ultimately the long-term sustenance of any kind of uh, principle within ISKCON will only be on the basis of evidence from the Shastra. And I think what you just quoted with those pastimes of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with Vasudev Dutta and Haridas Thakur and other examples, they are so appropriate. And also thanks for sharing your experiences with uh, setting up systems of care. And as you have rightly said that the names of these systems of care may be different in different places across ISKCON. But in your own experience, you have tried to implement some system of care and you have seen it work. So related to that, my uh, next question would be like, could you share some particular anecdote or incident where having implemented these systems of care, like in your case, the counselor system and within the community of Chopadi, that you really felt satisfied by seeing an incident where you actually saw genuine care being expressed and shared and how it really you know made you feel satisfied that yes the system is working so many readers across iskon would be very inspired to hear 
live example. I I gave an ex I gave examples already of devotees who are in a terminal state of sickness and how when when the devotee community gathers around with to to help that person as much as possible bear with the pains of their of their physical ailments and, and give them, you know, affection and appreciation, um, you know, for their emotional state, and also, you know, through through chanting and reading, um, helping a person to make this transition. Um, how it really um, lifts the faith of the whole community, the family of of the terminally ill person, as well as um, the whole devotee community, that these people really, as is said in the, in the West, walk their talk. They're, you know, they're speaking about compassion and they're expressing it. And where there's a Krishna conscious understanding, um, then any any care that we give to someone for their physical condition or for their emotional condition is is spiritually uplifting. It's um, <clears throat> I, I've seen people who you know in sickness um, who have recovered. You know, we have our Bhaktivedanta hospital and and. Um, hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people have become initiated devotees, you know, by coming as either patients of families of the patients or staff workers, because, you know, they may be helping people in a physical and emotional way, but their spiritual care department is there um, to help them spiritually. And just the fact that you know, we're there, so many devotees and so many other people have been transformed. Um, I, I can think of many, many such incidences, um, but let us take example of when His Holiness Sridhar Swami, um, when he was in Mayapur, and, you know, he was going through, you know, his last weeks in this world. Um, I remember I, I went to visit him before I left Mayapur that year. And then I was in Mumbai and he called me on the phone. And he was with so much mercy and affection. He was offering gratitude for the devotees who were taking care of his health. He was like in tears of appreciation for these devotees. Um, you know, they, they care so much. Um, and I was thinking at that time, how blessed are these devotees? Because caring for the body of a Vaishnav is Vaishnav Seva. Caring for the mind and the heart of a Vaishnav is Vaishnav Seva. 
and how endeared these devotees became to Sridhar Maharaj. And I was thinking, you know, just because they may be connected to me in some way, you know, he's bestowing so much mercy and grace and kindness upon me. And, uh, and what he was doing, His Holiness Sridhar Swami Maharaj, he wasn't just expressing a personal concern for or appreciation for that devotee. He was emphasizing a principle, a principle of how, how valued it is to Prabhupada and Krishna when we care about each other in any way a devotee um, could be cared for. Amazing pastime with uh, Sridhar Maharaj. Uh, my next question is that sometimes leaders, they uh, share this sentiment that devotee care is only possible when you are very financially sound within your temple. And uh, my temple, my yatra is struggling financially. So how is it possible for us to implement devotee care? So, you know, would you like to share something, you know, on this? That we care. Um, in a family, if a, fa if, a, if a mother and father are struggling financially, it doesn't mean that they don't do everything they care, can to care for their children and for each other. And each one of our projects, each one of our temples, each one of our communities is a spiritual family, Srila Prabhupada's family. And whatever the struggle, um, it should be. And in my humble opinion, it must be a top priority to care for the devotees who are with us because um, if devotees don't feel cared for, they'll be discouraged. This material world is a very, very hard place. It, it, whoever we are, the material world will try to beat us down and try to compromise our faith. Um, faith in the community of Vaishnavas is so inseparable from our faith in Krishna. So it is a very, very top priority in order for devotees to empower, to bring us out of our challenging, difficult, or poverty-stricken condition, in order for us to come out of that, devotees really need to be sustainably inspired. And for that, it is essential that we make a priority. These are Srila Prabhupada's children. There, there's no excuse from giving them the best possible care that we can. Maharaj, for sure. Through proper example, nourishing through inspiring morning programs, inspiring sadhana of japa, inspiring to read Srila Prabhupada's books, inspiring to 
to to have wonderful Srimad Bhagavatam classes, Bhagavad Gita, inspiring to to come together to worship the deities. You know, these are all ways that we care for devotees on a spiritual level, but then um, you know, caring for their for for devotees' vulnerable mental and emotional conditions in this world and caring for people who are who are being challenged and caring for devotees you know for their physical conditions too you know all of these are inseparable integral ways by which we lift people in their krishna consciousness and this is srila Prabhupada's example and chaitanya mahaprabhu's example and Lord Sri Krishna's example. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Thank you. Last week, uh, you know, we were very fortunate to have His Holiness Jayapatak Swami Maharaj in our session, and he spoke beautifully on caring for preachers uh, with respect to outreach, being the congregational director for ISKCON. And uh, so now we see that compared to 1977 when Srila Prabhupada departed and if we compare things today, ISKCON has become highly congregational oriented with so many Grihastha families who get attracted to the movement and they become Krishna conscious. So the question is, in your vast experience of caring for Krishna conscious families, what would be some of the top principles of care for Grihastha Ashram? in your perspective and experience, which would be of great benefit to communities across the world? First of all, I offer 10 million obeisances to His Holiness Jai Patak Swami Maharaj, who has in, in, in such incredible ways demonstrated um, love and care for the Vaishnav community. I'm remembering um, His Holiness Bhakti Tirta Swami Maharaj um, during his last weeks we would sit and and reveal our hearts to each other and he, I remember he was telling me how sometimes he goes to very remote places in the world and he said that he has seen His Holiness Jayapatak Swami Maharaj in those places, sometimes staying up late, late at night just to help just one of the ord apparently ordinary devotees in the congregation or in the temple. He, he, Bhakti Tirta Maharaj was so much appreciating His Holiness Jai Patak Swami Maharaj, how much he cares, not just for the purpose of, um, you know, advertising that he cares, because no one will ever know. But, you know, he sees somebody in need, he sees a devotee in distress, he needs, sees a devotee who's being challenged, and he was just giving his own personal heart and life to try to help that person. And I remember when I was listening, um, I was not only um, just giving so much honor to His Holiness Jai Patak Swami Maharaj, 
but also to His Holiness Bhakti Tirtha Swami Maharaj because he was appreciating this quality so much. And in this way, one who really appreciates devotee, devotees who, who are there to give their lives for each other and one who's doing it, they're, they're inseparable. One leads, one who really appreciates someone who is doing it, those people also have to do it. <laughs> um, so Jai Patak Swami Maharaj, he's on a personal level, he has given so much of his heart and his life for individual devotees, for groups of devotees. And, you know, that is one of the reasons why he's one of the uh, most empowered leaders of devotee care because he understands how in order to reach everyone, we really do need to organize. We need to organize in such a way that that each and every person, as far as possible, is being nourished with the association of devotees in a way that will transform and sustain them. I forgot your question, Goranga Prabhu, but you spoke about Jai <laughs> Patak Maharaj and I. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I became... yes. Basically, my question was uh, since ISKCON has become very highly congregational oriented, so what are some of the principles of care for Grahastha families within Krishna conscious communities which? you feel are really important to implement and apply? Um, shraddha, adoshatata sadhu sangota bhajanakriya. Um, at the beginning, there's a little faith. And through that faith, Krishna reciprocates by bringing us into the association of devotees. And through that association, our faith grows. The roots of our faith grow deeper into our hearts. And then we develop faith in sadhana. And through that faith in sadhana, we were inspired to perform our sadhana and our seva. And gradually, you know, that faith grows more and more until it ultimately reaches the state of bhava and prema. So it's so important that we do the needful to help devotees so that from the day they make contact with Krishna consciousness, from the day they actually enter into our family or community, to the day they die, they give up their body, that they're being nourished, they're being appreciated, they're being inspired to love Krishna. And that's, that's what faith is about. And in, in congregation, we, we have experienced how um, in giving we receive. When devotees from the congregation, not with a desire at all to be a leader and control someone, but with a very sweet and humble, caring desire to serve. When devotees from the congregation give to others, you know, through classes, 
through cheer times, through explanations, through helping other Grihastas to navigate and travel through the, the inevitable problems, difficulties, and distractions of living in this world. The more Grihastas take responsibility to help each other in this Vaishnava Seva, um, the more they make spiritual progress. Um, the idea of in giving we receive is very true. Sri Prabhupada um, very much emphasized that in giving Krishna consciousness to others, Krishna gives us Krishna consciousness. And Sri Prabhupada also said that we make advancement through taking responsibility to be so, um, when Grihastas take responsibility to serve other Grihastas by, by, by leading them in various ways, whether we call it a mentor system or a counselor system or whatever, um, the police taking that responsibility to help others is a foremost way of receiving Thank you. Thank you so much, Thank Maharaj, you. for sharing your realizations on Grahasthas taking responsibility and developing their Shraddha and faith. And uh, on behalf of the Devotee Care Global Directorate and ISKCON's GBC strategic planning team, I would like to express my heartfelt gratitude to you for sharing your pearls of wisdom, realizations and experiences with a global audience of devotees and community leaders who are very eager to understand and implement devotee care in their communities. And this conversation has been extremely valuable and resourceful. And we'll be also sharing the transcript of uh, today's conversation on our devotee care website, devoteecare.org. And uh, at this time, I would like to announce to all the devotees about the implementation of a new website. And I would request uh, Sakshi Gopal Prabhu to share the screen. And as all of you know, that as part of devotee care, our vision is that every devotee is spiritually happy, materially well positioned and positively identifies with ISKCON as a caring society where they responsibly look after the diverse needs comfortably seek qualified assistance and wholeheartedly extend the same care to others. And to facilitate this vision, we strive to ensure that the Vaishnava virtue of care pervades all aspects of ISKCON society and support and provide specific care services that enhance the spiritual, emotional, physical and social well-being of all ISKCON members. So in order to facilitate the spiritual care element, the Devotee Care Education presents all the certified online courses within ISKCON on this particular website, which is being launched today in the holy presence of His Holiness Radhanath Swami Maharaj. This website is known as www.isconcourses.com. And these courses have been placed in uh, three learning pathways, scriptures, skill and spiritual practices. And so there are 
12 different areas of devotee care, others being health care and, you know, marriage and relationship, child rearing and child care, education, career employment, etc., etc. But today we are launching specifically a devotee care education initiative to assist devotees in the primary needs and challenges in the area of spiritual care to help practicing devotees to overcome doubts, create strong faith, develop strong sadhana and to be able to follow regulatory principles and to improve the quality of association and trust in authority figures. So to facilitate this, we have brought together various courses run by different ISKCON institutions. Specifically at this stage, we have the ISKCON Chopati's online education, the Bhaktivedanta Research Center at the Govardhan Eco-Village, the online courses at the Eco-Village, the Mayapur Institute and the Bhaktivedanta College Radha Desh. Currently, we have these institutions who, have, who are offering online certificate certifications in different areas of scripture, spiritual practices and skills. And in case your temple or community is running any kind of an online certified course, please do share with us and contact us on the last button here. And then you can connect with us and let us know. And we would like to list your effort also on this. These websites are already existing and we simply made an effort to put them all on one platform to facilitate better accessibility. So this is how it looks that we have these learning pathways, all scriptures, skills and spiritual practices. So we have divided into four sections. First, level one, introductory courses for newcomers to Bhakti Yoga. Level two, intermediate courses for practitioners of Bhakti Yoga. Level three, developmental courses for practitioners of Bhakti Yoga. And level four, advanced courses for practitioners of Bhakti Yoga. So if you see at the top, we have this level one. So for example, if you just scroll on this, you will see a brief description on top. And if you feel interested, then you can click and go. And, and when you click into that, for example, intro to yoga philosophy. So that takes you to actually the Bhaktivedanta College website. So basically we have just created a platform where all the existing websites, we have just put it together at one place. And in this way, we now move on to the level two. Level two courses includes Bhakti Shastri in being given by different institutions and the disciples course like that. And then at level three, we have developmental courses to improve your own uh, Krishna conscious practice and culture like Madhurya Kadamani course or ISKCON leadership and management. And at level four, we have the Bhakti Vaibhava Srimad Bhagavatam study course given by different institutions. So basically, this is to encourage devotees across ISKCON to study Srila Prabhupada's books more deeply and get connected to these amazing works of Srila Prabhupada. And therefore, we are very grateful to get this opportunity to share with you this isconcourses.com. And I would like to end today's uh, discussion by offering a prayer at the lotus feet of Krishnar Singh Dev and Radha Krishna for His Holiness Bhakticharu Swami Maharaj. And a uh, few days ago, Radhanath Maharaj gave an extensive class about his association with His Holiness Bhakticharu Swami Maharaj and shared remembrances. We offer prayers for his health and for his recovery.
And I would like to close by announcing that our next Vaishnav Seva conversation is going to be with His Holiness Devamrit Swami Maharaj on June 29th, Monday. And since he is at New Zealand, so we would have this session at 12.45 p.m. Indian Standard Time. And it would be again telecast live on the same Facebook page of the GBC SPT. The topic for the conversation would be care for leaders. So the first session with His Holiness Jayapatak Swami Maharaj was on care for preachers who are involved in outreach. Today we had His Holiness Radhanath Swami Maharaj speak about care for community and foundational principles of creating a community. And next week we would have His Holiness Devamrit Swami Maharaj speaking with us on topics related to caring for leaders. So stay tuned in. Thank you all very much. Thank you, His Holiness Radhanath Swami Maharaj. Hare Krishna.